Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello. Stevie, where... Where are the reports? Oh, no. Why are you late? I don't know. What is this podcast? I don't know. What even is it? But I do know I have a very toxic boss. Who? It's you. It's me. It's, it's me, guys. It's I'm the boss. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Tessa's podcast. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> the energy now will get much more, just more cash oh, and God, yeah. much more freeing and we'll let that negative energy just dissipate out of the room. This podcast is about... How to deal with your bad, bad boss. Your bad, naughty boss. Also, the podcast is called Nobody Panic. Welcome. Yes, sorry, I'm Stevie. I'm Tessa, the bad boss. The bad boss. Yes, and then now we're going to talk about what adult thing you did this week before we get into the boss business. Yes, Uh, my adult thing is I've been wearing my Invisalign teeth. She's just taken her teeth out. And Stevie said, shall I tell you not to take the teeth out? Or encourage you, and I thought, encouragement, please. Uh, basically, I have these Invisalign braces. Uh, for maybe, oh God, for so long now, I've been waiting to do as my adult thing to say to you, you'll say, what's your adult thing? And I'll say, I've finished my Invisalign. And you'll year. say, well done. And then, I honestly, I've been dreaming of it for so long. And I still have not finished because I'm so bad at it. Y- yes. Oh, but I'm bad at it. You just mean you don't wear them as much sure, as you sure, should. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because you can, you you do wear them a bit. Yeah, but you're supposed to wear them twenty two hours a day. You absolutely don't do that. No, do I know. No, right, I understand. I I'm averaging. Hard, I'm averaging about one hour, <laughs> one day a year. I, I, on, at this current rate, honestly, I'm about one day a year. And I started off with so strong, and now I've just petered out, and I've just because <sighs> as with many things, a lot of progress early on, and then the. Later stuff is harder. Stamina becomes yeah, stamina. When you're trying to fix one, one, when you're trying to make one tooth to turn the other way around. I mean, uh, which tooth has turned the wrong way around? This one, but he's not anymore. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a delightful tooth that yeah, she's but pointing to. Almost. But now once, you, once you're in the braces you business. You want it perfect. You're like, well, I've come this far. Let's yeah. let's seal the deal, <laughs> right? Like, Teeth. I'm here, I'm here for the, and then it turns out sealing the deal is really hard. I understand. Um, sort of like I guess if you're somebody who's like, I'm gonna look real fit, and and then you do, go to the gym for like four weeks, and you're like, why don't I look fit? And yeah, then you yeah. stop because you're like, well, this is boring. It's boring. Bullshit. It's absolutely boring. And it turns out it takes ages to look fit. And then anyway, so what I'm saying is, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to, you know, fit teeth. Yes, I'm. I'm committing to this final. I'm just like, come on, this is absurd yeah, now. Of course, do this final hurdle. It is get absurd. your teeth back in. Great. So that's my adult thing. That's a good adult thing. And also thing. now I've prepped you and the audience mm. for the grand finale, the big reveal. When I finally, <laughs> I want everyone to be following my teeth journey. You'll and be also, able to hear if you've got better teeth as <laughs> yeah. well. If you see me in the street, could you just? Tell me to put my teeth in because I definitely won't have them in. <laughs> just in your full completion of being the grandma of the group. Yeah, just like message put me throughout the in. day. Just remind me to put my teeth in. They're also, they're, if you've ever seen Invisalign, they, I mean, they're literally invisible. And so if you do put them down, 
it's quite easy to lose them. Yes. Obviously, you're given a special little case to take out. And you don't you, have that I case. lost that on the way home from the dentist on say, being given it. I've never seen that case. Will no. you buy another little fun case? No. No. Just loose in the pocket. That's the. <laughs> oh, God, that's so grim. <laughs> that's me, baby. It's got hair right. stuck to it and stuff. Um, What's you know, yours? A hairy pocket, as we all have. Yeah. Um, mine is, so mine's like an adult thing. Basically, someone sent me something, a company sent me something, and I always think that's very adult, because I never get sent anything. No, it's very Anyone exciting. listening, please send me some stuff. Look at those two girls, just like, one's got her teeth in, the other's, <laughs> the other's supporting it. Why, why aren't they being sent more stuff? So I didn't buy this, but I got sent it. But I tried it, and I'd like to say that I will buy it again. So... It's this company called Vibrant Vegan Co, which stands for company. And it's like one of those, you know, those like subscription meals. And you're like, well, I can't afford that. Mm. I can't afford that. Okay. So what's good about this subscription thing is it's not like, you know, those ones that are like, hello, fresh. And it's like, delivered to your door every fucking day. And you have to pay for 400 pounds. This is, you can do like a monthly subscription. You just get like cool vegan ready meals every month. Oh, that's and it's lovely. And you, you can pick how much you get. You can pick what it is. And they've got like all the stuff that you'd imagine on delivery, but it's vegan. Also, you can try one of the boxes and you can just try it. So you can just have like a one-time, a one-time go. Oh, well, that's worth it, isn't it? Which I it? think that's worth it. So I would say like... Just have a one-time go. If, if, if you're listening and you're like, I can't really do a subscription, have a one-time go. And then on the day when you get a pay rise or you get, or you're like... It's time. Especially if you're in that sweet Venn diagram between uh, lazy, mm. vegan. And rich. And rich. No, I was going to say lazy, vegan, and can't cook. Can't cook. That's or that's lacking, vibe, yeah. Or not just can't cook, lacking in inspiration, which I think is 90% of cooking. Can't cooking, yeah. Fear of the oven and lacking Extreme inspiration. Extreme fear of the oven and total lack of inspiration. I get so bored, and it came at a really nice point because... Um, I'm so bored of all my food and also couldn't really make stuff because I, oh, I'm banging on about it. I've got like, a, I'm kind of ill at the moment. So like, I can't oh, shop shoulder, stuff. I'm Lord, sorry. What but a I journey. But I can't shop stuff and I can't like make stuff. And there's only so much delivery you can have as a vegan. It's like another pizza with no cheese on it, please. Like mm. very boring. So they sent me a vegan mac and cheese and it was fucking delicious. It was so good. So if if you're listening and it's your vibe, then go on vibrantvegan.co.uk and just have a look because it's it's so it's so good. And all the packaging is made um, fully sustainably, and you can just drop the packaging by, uh, like a Collect Plus venue, I guess, like one of those Collect Plus places. It was often like food and wine shops or, te- or Tesco's do it as well um, for free, and you just send it back for free, and they recycle it for other orders. Which is, That's wonderful. Gorge. And what is the packaging made out of that you just told me? Like, basically, like, old jeans. Denim. In my mind, I'm imagining just... A pair of jeans. A mac and cheese wrapped, wrapped up around. in a Levi's. Yeah. It's not. That's one of the main not things. Tell. Not to keep jumping on HelloFresh. I think the main gripe with HelloFresh is they're like, no food waste. But it's because it's one clove of garlic wrapped in 18 yards of bubble wrap. Yes. And you're like... Come on, guys. There's a lot more waste going on there. Well, so, best of luck with your new vegan life. Thank you. I'll be getting monthly vegan meals. That's what I, I'll be doing. And I'll be posting them to Instagram like a smug bastard. Now, on to the boss situation. So this was a suggestion that was sent in by... Maybe I shouldn't say her name. I've just realised. You know what? 
This is a suggestion that was sent in to us by someone I will not say her name in case her boss is listening. That's very, very good and wise. Very smart. Well done. Witness protection and all. So, But also it was a while back that she sent in this um, request. So if you're listening, you know who you are. And I'm sorry, but I also have popped it in my starred items and it's coming out now she says please can you do an episode on how to handle a toxic boss lying awake with dread of returning to work tomorrow my boss is a complete bitch so any advice would be great and she also explains she's the kind of boss who is your best friend one day and the next day she's breathing fire in your face over something ridiculous changes her mind constantly which makes it really impossible to follow instructions basically she sounds like the equivalent of like a toxic friend or a toxic person but just in the workplace i think it's very common yes it's very it's very hard to be a good boss i think is there any? Thank you very much, um, anonymous of Tunbridge Wells. Mm. Is there any? You're not more? from Tunbridge Wells necessarily. To te- just so in case you like, oh, it's not me. It was you. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just think that's where all the like disgruntled letters are from. They are, yeah. Possibly she is. That'd be great. Could be. Um, do let us know if you are. Can I? Ha- is there any more specifics about the boss? Yeah, changes her mind constantly, makes it impossible to follow instructions. She always has her favourites and other people she's mad at. Um, this changes frequency um, frequently, um, so you can never tell. She's very, very unpredictable. She's worked for tough bosses before, but never one so unpredictable. You never know where you stand with her. She'll have a go at you for not knowing or doing something that no one has ever told you about or shown you how to do. It's like she's too busy to train her staff, but then gets angry that you don't know stuff. That kind of boss. It sounds very, very... Mm. And I think there's so many ways you can be bad at being a a leader yes i think it's a very tricky thing to do yes in defense of bosses it is quite hard but in defense of anonymous from tumbridge wells slash not tumbridge wells it's so hard to be an employee cope underneath those someone who's dreadful because i used to work at a job and the boss was really cool and really nice but he never complimented you on what you'd done right because he was, it was a startup, and it was really tricky to, you know, he had a, he had a very difficult job, and he was pulled in seventeen different directions. And you know, when you're like, I know you're you're a nice guy, but like, you only talk to me when I've done something wrong, mm. or you only point out like a typo in my article. You never go, that was a great article. Mm. It takes like well, the only time I ever got like a, that's you were really great was when I'd sort of said I when I had to leave. And he was like, you know, you're a really great employee. And he went through all this really lovely stuff. And it was like, right, would have really enjoyed knowing this for the last year where I felt yes. maybe that I'm not very good at my job. Well, it's so hard to be somebody, to be a, you know, Yoda. Oh, is it that? Is Am I right? Yoda? Yoda's a small sort of shriveled uh, Jedi from Star Wars. Is that what you're going for? Mm. He's a leader in yeah, a right, way. Yeah, cult. That's what I was thinking. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> it was Yoda. I, uh, he's uh, a mentor. He's a mentor, yeah, that is true. It's very hard to be a pure Yoda through and through and also run a FTSE 100 company and live your own life and deal with your own worries and insecurities and, you know, somebody probably above you or at least somebody that you in some way answer to, you know, so... Tessa knows this as well, being uh, I've been running a FTSE 100 company for the last seven years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, And you're you're a very good boss. Thank you. May I say? I just like to give back to the the young women under my control yes. um but no it's it's much much harder to be um underneath them yeah definitely and i think there are like general tips for general difficult bosses then there are also i found this thing which is like different types yeah different types yeah, of bad bosses i think it's important to begin with like how bad 
or like, let's define bad. Let's break yes. the bad down because I think it's so easy to be like, oh, my boss. But is that like, oh, they are really incompetent or they make terrible jokes or, yeah. they, or the opposite end of mm. the spectrum. Yes. If you've got, you know. A fit boss that you want to bone. No. If on the line, if on the umbrella of bad bosses. Understand. Uh, down here is like makes weird jokes and keeps you know giving me too much work and at the other yeah. end is like um touches me in the lift and like <laughs> i see and uh you yeah, know yeah. Go makes, to HR. makes racist comments um has threatened me like right so just be clear like i think it's just important to be like if you have got one that's like tipping into that we should just say right at the top if, if someone's tipping into like something like oh gosh like you know no no that no job literally no job in the world is worth sticking it out with somebody who's you know yes, really truly i absolutely uh, agree i think so if say anonymous from tumbridge wells loves every other aspect of a job and it's just the boss then you're like okay the options are you either change your perspective on how your boss is being as in you accept the behavior and figure out how you can kind of facilitate it so say if they're being very unpredictable or whatever don't expect them to not be unpredictable like expect them to always expect the worst basically and be able to manage that and like break it down and see how you can manage those individual elements or move to a different workplace that does the same sort of job you know because like Mm. you don't really have any other options you can't fire the boss obviously but you also can't be unhappy so yeah you have to like see really think about whether you can whether you're able to genuinely cope in the situation or whether you can just visualise yourself just spending the whole time moaning. Like, because I don't mean moaning in a negative way because you do need to moan because it's like, also this particular boss in that email just sounds absolutely impossible. So unless you really love your job, I'd say get out with that particular boss. Mm. Unpredictable, being your friend one day, being horrible the next Like, it's just not worth dealing with those people. Me and my sister had a situation recently where we we were trying to get like a, a project off the ground and there was this guy that we were dealing with and I just don't like him. He's not good at his job. He's very erratic. He talks over you. He's quite patronising. And but he works for a good company. And in the end, we said no, because we, we both went for like a coffee. And I was just like, I don't want that person in my life every week. Like, or I don't want to email that person. I don't want... So you have to really like protect yourself, I think. And be like, right, how much is it worth? And if if it makes you feel better like just really imagine being in another place not having to deal with them but the same to drive if that makes you feel calm and relaxed then look into switching jobs but there are individual specific types of bosses that i think we can deal with because you have to learn how to deal with difficult people that is just a part of life isn't it so wise or you shoot them you can moan about it, and also you are fully within your rights to moan about it because it's a pain in the ass. But if there are things you can do to stop it, or, or there are things you can ask for, then you should always try and ask for those things before you like just give up and you're like, well, I guess I have to kill her, like or him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It you can get happen. male bosses as well, apparently. Uh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Gosh, oh well, apparently, gosh, yeah, yeah. I, get, I wonder what they're like to work for. <sighs> probably really great. Yeah, probably quite. Amazing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, According to the uh, American, according to the Bible, (laughs) more than 50% of people have 
would consider their boss to be a toxic person. Oh, God. And 75% of people consider their boss to be an extreme source of stress. I cut in front of you and said Bible, so you didn't. You said American. No, you'll never know. I want to know. Uh, the American Psychology f- Account. It's definitely <laughs> the AP. It's de- the American. Brilliant. Uh, Gallup. That, uh, Gallup. That the statistics the, people. Yeah. Also, I think as well, it can be so... Again, I don't mean this about the, the person that you emailed in, because that does sound like a, a, a just a difficult boss, but like sometimes easier to blame upwards sometimes as yes. well so if you actually look at what you're doing too yeah and i think it's also easy, very easy to get yourself into a very like the grass is greener situation yeah and be like oh i'll go somewhere else and then finally i'll be i'm reading tina Fey's bossy pants at the moment which is i love that book a fantastic read in fact yeah. i stole it from your house oh did you <laughs> that's where i got it from yes okay great <laughs> um so as you know <laughs> she says in there somewhere um that when people are terrible you have to decide whether you ask yourself is this person standing between me and something i want and if they're not then you just have to sort of ignore them and like shrug your shoulders and be like i haven't got the energy or time for your shit so yeah but you aren't actually actively standing in my way so just you do you over there and if they are standing in your way then you have to make the decision to be like how am i going to deal with this and i think that's the thing about having a bad boss is the like is this a job that I like am I just here like making some money or do I like passionately love this company or this business or this is this is this do I want desperately to rise within this thing Mm. and is this person literally stood in my way or am I just cashing in the hours and like doing some time here Mm. because a lot of the bosses I have hated and there are many um that doesn't surprise me but I don't know what that I don't know what I mean by that do you know what I mean well my main thing by by a country mile is um incompetence matched with um jobs worthiness oh yeah so any so i worked in the reception of a hotel for six months and me and my boss i can't imagine that we he's could ever ever know i even make this podcast but Stephen, you were a bad boss <laughs> like we just rubbed each other up so badly the wrong way because i did not give a shit about the job and also was just like giving things away left right and center because i just wanted people to have a nice time yeah of not like have a free room but like any complaints i was like of course i was basically treating the place like um a six star yeah you know, which i sort of think everywhere should be if you work yes. in customer services so if there was a complaint i was like of course consider you know consider it done whereas he was such a job's worth and also f- kept calling me quirky which you know i'm oh. on the verge of shanking him in his sleep and we worked through christmas and i remember he wouldn't let me and my friend take our break at the same time so we'd have christmas lunch together oh my god yeah you know he could have man like a, a nice yeah. boss a yoda would have been like of course go yes. have your lunch small child like children well it's it's insecure people it's yeah who feel that that's how they can assert their power exactly. in weird ways. Yeah. And also I wore, oh, sorry, Stephen. I wore cri- baubles for earrings. Fun. It was Christmas. He made me take them off. Oh my God. I was like, where do you think we are? Like, also, I can't imagine any job in the world, maybe uh, a grand high judge on a murder trial. Yeah. Where everyone would be like, you know what? Take the baubles off. It's not, for, yeah. it's not for now. A man has died. Yeah. Like, yeah. Funeral director judge and judge. that's it everyone that's, that else is it yeah earrings on I was, I was running around <laughs> the desk i was like i was a barrel of laughs anyway exactly what you're saying they're like oh he was really insecure because one of the very first things when you're taught to like understand your boss is like what is it that motivates them like yes. why are they bad and if it's just like they're a bigot you're like not a lot you can do but is it like 
in this guy's case, like insecurities and knew he was sort of out of his depth in his job and could tell that I was just sort of naturally better. Yeah. Not necessarily. You'd be able to do a better job of yeah. his job, actually. Yeah. I'm not that I was any good at like the numbers and my cash out was wrong by thousands of pounds every day. <laughs> so like <laughs> I mean, was, I was bad at it, but I was a naturally nicer person yeah also so obnoxious of me i was like 18 years old and like, I but i do maintain i could have done a job better than he could and so you're exactly like insecurities didn't you know fell out of his depth wanted to assert his yeah. power like didn't want us to be able to go to lunch wanted to make sure that we knew that like he was where he the, was in control he was in control he, you had yeah. to ask him for everything and so that was yeah. his for example in tunbridge wells's case this sort of hot and cold thing is like nobody sets out every day to like be a dick on yeah. purpose like where does this come from in her is she she might be having an absolutely which well, probably sounds like she's having a dreadful like private life yeah like obviously it's spilling over into her work life because there's no other reason why you would be that erratic yeah exactly unless you're getting pressure from outside yeah are you do you desperately want people to like you so are you trying to like in her thing about like favoritism is yeah. it actually this really transparent like she wants to be everyone's friend but then she also wants to be in charge like is she trying to does she not have any friends in the real world, in the world yeah i remember there was a boss that i had when i was a waitress you know he wasn't a bad at running the restaurant like the restaurant was fine but he would assert power in an over-the-top way because he felt insecure. And so he would be really, really horrible to me in the sense of just, like, my my uniform or something. Like, it would be boiling hot outside and I would roll up my sleeves and he would, like, be like, I'm sorry, you can't. But other people had. And it was like, well, why can't I? Yeah, exactly. And then I remember talking to my parents about it and I was like, I genuinely can't deal with this guy. Like, I hate him. He makes me feel so... And they said, why don't you try killing him with kindness mm-hmm. in a way? Why don't you try to actually find some sort of common ground with him? Just see what happens with that. So I did, during a lunch break, which I would always go outside by myself and just sit and, like, I'd read a book or something. And now I see that looked quite snobby and quite, like, I'm going to sit and read my book. I'm not mm-hmm. going to hang out with all the other people. And I didn't realise that at the time. So I stopped doing that. And I actually, like, actively would, like, sit with, sit with them at lunch and just chat and, like, ask him about stuff. And, you know, obviously, like, the first time he was, like, obviously there was a bit of, like, mm, why are you asking me this? But then he like started to include me in the banter and then sort of and it wasn't that i needed his approval it just made my shifts nicer yeah it just took away his like his edge of his edge because he's doesn't like you and so the sleeves down is really neither here nor there yeah but it's just a way for him to be like to you know be like just so you know i'm the one in charge here yeah put your things down and, I'm, I'm and the often boss. when someone doesn't like you or say someone's favoritisming sure um someone else over you or whatever yeah like, yeah yeah i just i think it's so important to just try and figure out rather than what can i do to make them better be like what can i do to give myself an easier an ride? easier time because it's so easy to get into like locked into a battle of wits yeah. or whatever and decide that like i've been sent home from so many catering jobs for back chat or oh like <laughs> just like so... <laughs> this is this is really interesting well i just i was That's always never happened to me once <laughs> i was just like well i was i didn't get sent home because we, like, we were in the van so like, no, one, a bad no, thing. It's no one could take no one could actually i couldn't get home so i just got sent to the out. kitchen or like, i got sent oh, to like yeah. do something in the back in, in like I, a lone room in a lone room i was constantly being sent to the back because and then when i you know i never like i never i just always was like i think it's, the napkins should be like this and they were like well i'm the boss and rather than me being like you're quite right 
I'll know my place. I just would like go and change. So I right. understandably difficulty with authority. Di- extreme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as we've identified, is rather than being like, oh, that woman is a bitch, even though I do maintain she is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Amanda, you're a bitch. You're a terrible boss. Um, I was also an extremely bad employee. Right. Like I was also my failings were like you know terrible respect for authority. Didn't listen to people. Whereas like if I really wanted to excel and like wanted to make rather than being like oh she's a bitch how like she's never gonna like me i could be like okay what are the things that she tells me off about and i therefore i would like show up on if i really wanted to be good i'd like show up on time have all the right stuff have my uniform correct not change all her stuff not change the stuff that she just do politely do the thing that she's asked me to do and then rather than just be like okay i've done the bare minimum then go one step above and be like okay she always gets stressed out at this time because um, you know, I'll make her a cup of tea. I'll make her a cup of tea. Or I, I'll do that job that I've just seen, which hasn't asked me, but I will do it. I can it. see an extra yeah. thing and I will try and make her life easier and preempt the stuff. And if like micromanaging, for example, is something that, you know, gets on your wick, then um, preempt them saying, have you done this? Which makes you go like, you know I have! Like, and explode. Yeah. Or worse, you know I haven't. Or like, you know I haven't. Have you not got this? Really? Like, no, I haven't because I'm not on your fucking desk. Yeah. Are they? And then I'm sent home again. You could preempt that by A, identifying that you probably respond poorly to micromanagement because you know you've probably forgotten. Right, yeah. So A, fix that in yourself. And then secondly, when they come in in the morning, be like, you know, or whatever, be like, these already say like, the reviews are on your desk, you know, they're, so done. they're done, here they are, and you'll be expecting these at 2pm or whatever. So you're like, yes. you're saying, so they can't be like, where are the things? You know, mm. you're like, or you're like, this took me slightly longer because I was waiting for such and such, so it will be here at four or whatever. Yeah. And that's again about changing yourself and your own, and obviously part of it is about, what do I have to change if they're a bitch? Yeah. But that's the way of literally every single human relationship. At some point you have to go like, oh, hang on, I've not done that. Or like, I need to, there are things that I can do to make this thing better because also the person who's just like, behavior is pissing you off. They don't necessarily know that their behavior is pissing you off. Exactly. Whereas you know, so you can... You can alter what you're doing to try and make it easy for yourself. I think that that's that's a really good point. But yeah, also like the number one tip all the time is like, just make sure that they're a bad boss rather than you're a bad employee. And I think we found out. I think we found sometimes out. Sometimes you can be, you know, you're the bad employee. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're not hitting the numbers or the equivalent. You're not hitting the deadlines or you're not getting that your stuff has too many typos or, or, or whatever. Like you're not doing as good a job as you could be doing and your boss is on, on your back about it, then you can't really call them a bad boss because you you are, you need to kind of up your game or see why your game hasn't been up. Like interrogate that, be like, is it because I don't care about this job anymore? For example, that's what happened to me. I was like, oh, I seem to be submitting shit because I want to leave, <laughs> so I will leave. But if, if it is like unpredictable, toxic kind of personality of, of the boss that is just unmanageable, then you just figure out the best way to put out them fires, as they say in the office. Or preemptively put some salt down if you think there's going to be some fires. Does salt help fires? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Throw some salt on that fire. That's what we're saying. Or on the ground that looks like it might flame up at a later date when you're like, oh, they're gonna, I know they're going to be cross about such and such a thing. Like, what can you yeah. do to preempt even that that happening yes a couple of points that i saw which is um sometimes it can be annoying when a boss is micromanaging you it, you can assume the worst from those check-ins you can be defensive and presume that they're saying basically like oh you haven't done it have you when mm. you have when actually they are just checking they have your best interests at heart they want to make sure that you get it done do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like so i think as well it's not always micromanagement isn't always necessarily coming from a place of like well you haven't probably done this have you it it can be be coming from they are disorganized and they need to know they keep forgetting where everyone's at that's yeah 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 so go on no 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 please no please no please it was about micromanagement no i guess i would like to hear more but I feel like you're going to tell me more. I don't about think it. I am, no. Well, I was just going to say about that fantastic bit in The Devil Wears Prada, mm-hmm. where she has to go and get in the new Harry Potter book that hasn't even come out yet. Oh, you know, that sort yeah. of like impossible task. And she she does it. She She's going to quit, but then she finds it like the other, whatever. Yeah. She finds it. And she throws it down on Meryl Streep's desk um, in this like, ta-da! And you're like, oh my God, what victory, like she's done it. And it's all so exciting. And then Meryl Streep looks at it like disdainfully and is like, well, what's this? Like they're twins. What are they going to do with one? Share it. And there's like this moment oh, where you're yes. like, oh my God. She like, wanted two. She's, she, didn't, she didn't ask for two. <laughs> no, but she, she wanted two. But she brain. wanted two. And you're like, oh my God, no, poor Anne Hathaway. Like she tried so hard. Why can't she just be nice? Then Anne Hathaway was like, of course not. I had it bound. So it looked like a real book. And there's two copies. And the twins are on the train on the way to grandma's. And so it's like, yes. and then she like walks out because she did that extra 18 steps because she knew she was gonna have to because she knows there's never ever gonna be this moment of praise of like oh well done you did the thing she's like all she can do is like stop Meryl in her tracks and be like but like she's already thought through all the she's already thought everything a million steps ahead which is such an unnecessary burden to put on yourself it is but at the same time like you can't like with life you can't wait for praise from others Mm -hmm. you can't wait for praise from others you have to like 
be satisfied in your own work. Yes. And I think a lot of us, I specifically rely so much in a job situation of someone that I perceive to be in authority Mm -hmm. going, well done, Stevie, that was so great. And that's, that echoes throughout everything that I do. And actually trying, as you get older, it is, it is pretty much an age thing. Like if you're, if you're you're listening and you're like early twenties, it's so, you have have to be a, a specific personality type, I think, to completely understand that and be able to go like, actually, my boss is a dick. So I'm like, you immediately are kind of deferential to somebody who appears like they earn oh, more money and say oh really good, good work stevie you did yeah, a really great that was great but you can't get that all the time because people as well have you know your boss is thinking about 12 billion different things and unfortunately the added extra of praising you isn't gonna like isn't gonna be top of their list which is just not helpful to you so you have to like yeah like Anne Hathaway gets satisfaction from the fact that she's done preempted the stuff and um Meryl Streep never actually says well done Jesus Christ you preempted that well yeah 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 she just walks off knowing that she has done herself yeah yeah, yeah. that takes a journey because she's not like that at the start you're you know? exactly right she's desperately craving the praise and then she realizes mm. like the praise comes from within the praise comes from within and always put the twins on the train to grandma's guys That's if we can take thing. anything away from this it's put the twins on the train to grandma's um I also wanted to say something about how if your boss is genuinely you're listening to this and you're like, great, all of this would apply except for my boss is a, is a genuine asshole. And I, yes. no matter how much I change my perspective or, or whatever, it's I can't leave, leave the job and it's making my life hell. Then there's there are things like you can do to help yourself. Like talk to the other employees that you work with um, so you're not alone. Go for drinks after work with, with people that you think might ha- share a similar viewpoint as you and I'm not saying start off like a massive bitching session I just mean like you know be like how do you feel about the leadership in this company perhaps perhaps or something maybe less formal sounding um and then immediately you can get feedback from other people their experiences then you can like pull together a resource of like okay so between us what are our experiences how bad is this what are the um objectively bad shit that our boss is doing and is there an HR department that we can speak to about or even better are there positive things that we can bring to the boss themselves so like for example our boss who just was just never nice to us but only picked out the bad things we didn't obviously we we all chatted among ourselves and we were also found out that we were on like a ridiculously low pay for what we should be doing and the pay disparity between us and them was ridiculous so we like rather than just go in and be like you're not nice to us we're not paid enough we're like so we thought it'd be very helpful as a work environment for us to have six monthly appraisals rather than like yearly because it's a startup and because it's so new and because, you know, half of the staff are like 20. And it would boost morale. It would boost morale so much. We need it a bit more because some of us are first time jobbers and we don't understand quite a lot of the things that maybe you presume that we should understand. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, we've been looking across at friends working in similar industries and we feel that the pay that we're on, maybe we would like to discuss this in said appraisal. So like translating it into kind speak, you know? Yes. And like having a compliment doing the compliment sandwich thing as well, of being like, we all wanted to, like, sort of thing. Yes, very smart. I think you have to, but then you can plot a plan together to kind of maximise what you're going to say in the nicest way possible. Because I think there's no point in just sitting and moaning with each other and bitching with each other and then not doing anything. Because that will make you feel powerless and pointless. And, like, every, so, Sunday nights will just be horrible for the It'll rest of the time. It'll just feed this, like 
it'll just feed the wagon. It'll feed the wagon, and the wagon will have broken down. Yeah, it'll just weirdly. Feed, you know, there's like it. fury. You'll you'll have to go for lots of after work drinks. Be so furious about it, and it'll just become it'll be, get out of control, and then you'll be yeah. so upset about it, you won't be able to like bring it up in a rational way. Yes. it's now become this like behemoth in the room. And I think um, shout out to my friend Claire Reevy, who teaches primary school. When they give the kids instructions, they do two stars and a wish. Oh, oh God! So two things that you did really well today, and then a wish for the future. I mean, that is just great. Isn't it? So it's a way of being like, um, we're loving the workplace and this is really helpful and we certainly enjoyed, and maybe it's things that are on that topic. That pizza we got on Friday. Yeah, so that really helped staff morale, if like that's a thing that's mm. an area. And then what we would love is this, you know, rather than being like, because no human being in the world is ever going to respond well to, um, you're a bitch and yes. everyone in the office hates you. It's actually really you. toxic. It's actually very really toxic. unpredictable and, we'd, and yeah, the favouritism is killing us. Because so my options off. there are one, intense tears mm. ve- or fury. Yeah, there's like, not there's any There's no between. middle ground where I go, oh, oh wow. That has made me think in a different way. Yeah. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra, actually. Gosh, and you do yeah. look well today. Especially like, if it's true, because when someone, that's when I get the most upset, is when someone says something to me that's critical, that is fully true. Absolutely. And then you immediately fly into a rage, because it's like, fuck off! And then about an hour later, you're like, I'm sorry, that is correct. Yeah, it is. So if somebody brought up a, a criticism of yours that you had never ever considered, or you, or you knew you didn't have Hmm. you'd be like oh right but if it was something that you secretly in your heart was your which you know if you're a boss like if you're acting if you're a boss and you're acting erratically or you're acting badly like we said right at the start of the podcast it's for a reason and that reason will be insecurity about the fact that people don't like you or whatever so then when someone comes up to you and is literally like we don't like you just so you know your insecurity is extremely uh, open and everyone can see them and they're really affecting you and And they're valid like you're right you are shit the thing you're most afraid of is completely correct it's completely correct (laughs) every day of your working life so yeah Um, so yeah it's got to be wrapped up in this and also you can't just bring like you're bad and you this is bad yeah fact it's got to be like I think it would be better if there was mm. more praise, if there was less of yeah. this, if there was, you know, an active, you need to bring a... Especially if there, if there was a point in time when that did happen. So mm. you could be like, do you remember that time when you said this to me or you we, we had this sort of really great few months and then it kind of has... That slipped a little bit because obviously we're all so interested in the numbers, yes. for example. For example. Um, things have overshadowed kind of staff well-being mm. in a way. So you can kind of point to something that they did well in the past and go like that's obviously something that you do do but of course the stress has all got to us but it'd be great if we, if we could all try and do that again yeah like if there's a possibility of that happening well just one more thing for oh, one, more thing, one more thing to madam tumbridge well oh um just about like her being the best friend one day and not the next day yeah. i think it's that thing that you uh, obviously don't want to be her actual friend and so part of you just needs to like emotionally slightly check out I mean I think fully check out or fully check out yeah, and so don't... if she wants to make if she wants to be nice to you then go ahead and if yeah, you know that so just then... means that oh today she's she's in a good mood or whatever and then the next day she's not in a good mood it's got nothing to do just, with you it's nothing to do with you and you've just got to be like I'm sailing along here doing my thing you don't need her you friendship don't, don't need her friendship and the thing about her sometimes telling you to do stuff that you definitely don't know how to do or whatever yeah. I mean I know that I've been in so many jobs where I had no clue what I was doing I just never 
ever stood up for myself. I was reminded of this video that came out a long time ago. It's actually about domestic violence. So completely on brand. A lot of fun. Um, it's got Keira Knightley in it. Mm. And it was just like a short video for the internet. And this is very pre sort of Me Too or anything. Mm. And she goes home and the husband isn't there. And she's like looking for him in the kitchen. And then he comes in. He's obviously furious with her for some reason. You know, she's been... It's, it's clear that like this is a... Um, difficult relationship Absolutely. in which she she, she she already she comes in the house being like oh I'm sorry I'm late I'm sorry I'm late anyway and then while they're shouting in the kitchen he throws a tea towel in her face and she then uh, like takes a moment and then looks in a different direction as though she's now like an actress and we're on set mm. and like breaks the fourth wall and is like sorry can we cut there like I didn't agree to I didn't agree to that and then he hits her and then it becomes about like women trying to say stop and whatever like right. she, she's saying cut but you know but an interesting the, mixture of uh, yeah discipline so much going on in it it's okay. a very confusing video um but what really struck me <laughs> what poor really, choice of words sorry what really hit me what really, what really what i remember really thinking about when i watched the video was the moment where she says Sorry, I didn't agree to that about the tea towel. Um, sorry, can we cut there? I didn't agree to that. Like, it, it makes her look like a bitch. And the mm. your immediate reaction is like, oh, come on, Kira. Like, the scene looked good. Like, that's genuinely wow, how okay. you feel. Like, you're like, whatever. It looked cool when he threw the tea towel. And that's yeah. like, if you had been the director, you'd be like, whatever. And he's like, I was, Go caught, with it. I was caught up in the moment. Like, it felt, mm. it felt the right thing to do. And that is the... That is so much, so many women, so many actresses who came out and were like, this is how I was treated on set, were like yeah. told repeatedly by, you know, that was like, whatever, like, I just went with it. Like, it's been told me, like, I spat in her face. Like, all this, like, awful stuff that you can totally understand because it is your instinct when the scene did look, when it did look, look cool to be like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't make a scene. But like, and I think in the last couple of years, we've really learned to be like, no, don't throw the tea towel, obviously. Yes. Like, don't, you've got yeah. to learn to be, have the confidence to, you know, be like to immediately just just to be establish boundaries to go, yeah I, that's not acceptable to me i'm yeah. really sorry and to immediately be the sort of person who not like the next week comes in and is like sorry can we discuss the tea towel but like and have how you've been thinking about the tea towel moment and built finally built up the confidence to say something you just need to be a person who like as soon as those sort of things happen be like sorry absolutely not like yeah i'm I afraid don't, I, you don't uh, that's not acceptable um, i understand that you're upset but don't speak to me like that like yeah i find it really difficult when you raise your voice in the office i find like everyone it's yeah. incredibly embarrassing can we go into another room exactly or... and you just and you be the sort of person who can just say those things immediately yeah especially with the thing that as I said in the email about uh, doing stuff that being asked to do stuff that you don't know how to do being being able to have the confidence to go no one's actually trained me how to up how to do that yes and um, I've never learned how to do that so is and maybe even framing it if that makes you feel too if you're a bit younger and because again I think it's an age thing like I would have no problem saying that now mm. but when I was younger I would not be able oh, to my say goodness. that whereas no. you can say um oh great yeah I'd love to do that and um, is there a possibility that I could get trained up on how to do it because that is implying that you have yeah I haven't received the training on that yeah as opposed to I don't know how to do that and that's in some way my fault like yeah, you're in the, it's, not it's their fault. job to train you to do a thing so like be like absolutely I'd love to do that I haven't received the training yet so if there's space for me to learn yeah if someone can teach me that program or yeah whatever. is there anyone in the office who does know and then i'll learn off them yeah. or whatever yeah i think yeah it is again yeah again it's all about that it's all and, and not worrying about appearing bossy or appearing like a little madam or appearing like a bad employee because you've spoken out and you've said something you don't appear like that anymore i think more and more we are now 
it's it's cool whenever like a woman says like i i don't i probably wouldn't have the same reaction to Kira knightley doing that now as i no. would back then because now, now i'd be, now like, be like cool, cool yeah great cool. and def- i remember so vividly at the time being like shut up yeah shut up Kira. also i do the, find it quite hard work she, i find it i think i watched a film the other day complete complete tangent but i watched a film the other day colette she was in the war one no she, Andrew isn't Scarsgard. a new one it's a while it's a while back it was like something about the end of the world it's King steve, steve carell oh yes and it was fine um i find her quite difficult to watch on camera for some reason i find her very annoying and then there was a blooper reel on the dvd extras which i watched and um <laughs> of course and when she was doing her lines she was annoying and then when there was the blooper thing like and she'd sort of giggle and like say something to steve carell she was like really normal and fine it was like oh i think that's why i find her annoying because she looks like she's acting yeah i think the damage of um, I'm just looking for one shot of me in a wedding dress where I don't look all blue and wibbly has done so much damage oh, to I that woman. Oh, quite pretty, actually. I don't, oh, that's... I look quite pretty. Oh, that's you the done worst. so well. It's so bad, isn't it? And I think... That's such a good impression. Yeah, it's because it really stuck with me. I like think I've not terrible nightmares. taste in pie. It's, I think it has done a quite bad... It's done such damage. I, and I feel sorry because I actually do think she's quite cool, but, like, I think, honestly... As a person, I think she's mm, probably great wicked. Great if you, and she, I'm sure she listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And imagine if she doesn't with her favourite secret podcast. And we just, Kira, you're, you're so you're cool. Great. You're you so cool. Great. We do think you've made some some questionable acting choices on screen. But hasn't everyone? But haven't we all? I definitely have. We we all we've all done it. We've all done it. But yes, but the idea of um, I now challenge constantly. I'm, I'm rewatching Cheers at the moment. Oh yes, I fucking love it. Um, and uh, Shelley Long, I think that's her name, who's the actress who plays the main kind of girl, w- woman in it, who's just amazing in it. She's so funny. Um, the the general consensus is that, that like, oh yeah, she well she was she's quite a renowned d- difficult actress, mm. and I'm consistently being like, well that just probably means that she didn't want to get a tit out, yeah, or, or she just said like, oh actually I'd quite quite like my hair like this, or like oh, I'd quite like to, like she was probably doing exactly what Ted Danson was was doing, yeah. and less. Um, but that earns you a title of being like a difficult yeah, woman. Yeah, because you don't say a bossy man, a difficult man. Yeah. These aren't like words that are men's words. They are like, they're, they're, they're women's words. Yeah. And I saw a great International Women's Day post by my fave gal crush, who's this model called Charlie Howard. And she's just, she's like a plus size model, but she, she's smaller than both of us. Like she's tiny, but in terms of modeling, like she's doing a lot for kind of pushing good body image. But she did this thing, which was like, have go into your life with the confidence of like a middle-aged man called Dave who just doesn't doesn't take any shit uh takes his top off when he's ho- holidaying because it's the holidays mate doesn't think about his body doesn't think about how he'll act mm. if someone at work gives him shit he'll give him shit back um and he doesn't worry about being fired because he's Dave mate yeah. like that's what you want to be like you want to be not like exactly like Dave but you want to have the confidence of Dave an internal Dave release your internal Dave Dave inside yeah hashtag #dave and as a channel, but absolutely, and I uh, hope that helped. Anonymous from not Tunbridge Wells. Uh, if you're a boss listening, maybe it helped you too. Yeah, be nice there, and and also think, hey, what are my greatest fears, and how am I maybe pro- projecting those onto the workplace? Yeah, how can I be a more balanced, well-being person? A more balanced, well-being person. That's what you should be. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but stand up for yourself. Say the things. Give them two stars and a wish. You're not a bossy woman. Chat to your work You're... colleagues about it. Don't get too drunk and accidentally tell your, all your boss the problems. No, try and get them out immediately. Get them out immediately. The less things that sit, sit in your stomach, 
the less you know the less Sunday night will be unbearable yes and if if and see how you can change how you're responding to your workplace and see how that makes a difference because I think that probably will make the biggest difference yeah. tweet us at Stevie M the S is a five that's me I am Tessa Coates at Tessa Coates yes at nobody panic pod follow us um, if you have any ideas for future episodes nobody panic podcast at gmail.com boom and um, we'll see you next week guys for just some more absolute just fucking great times have a great great time in the workplace have a great time in the workplace bye bye <laughs>